Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Whether I'm right or whether I love I'm wrong. Whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I gotta be me, I gotta be me, what else can I be but what I am? And welcome back to the show. I had to come in with that Senator Lieberman, one of our most original, insightful We're so proud of the career that you've had affiliated with the great state of Connecticut. As I was reading your biography, Senator Lieberman, I thought, except for mayor, maybe, there's just about no position in Connecticut leadership and government that you Uh, haven't had. You were attorney general. You were a leader in the House of Representatives. You obviously were a senator three times in a row, including the last term in which it was the Joe Lieberman for Senate party. Right. And um, right. and then, of course, he went on to become the first Jewish American ever to run with a major political endorsement for vice president in any of the role, president or vice president. We know you won the popular vote, but history didn't give you the ultimate office. Welcome back to the show, Senator Joe Lieberman. A pleasure to always have you on the show. Hello. Uh, it's great to be back with you, and I, I can't thank you enough for that uh, wonderful introduction, including... The music, uh, uh, you know, I love that song, and really it's the brother or sister to what became my theme song in my uh, first campaign for the U.S. Senate in 1988, if I may very briefly. Uh, one Saturday night, I was at a, an Italian street festival in New Haven, and there was an, a band, big band, playing led by a somebody I knew pretty well, Vinnie Carr, and uh, he had invited me to come up. And um, when he uh, did, he played uh, My Way, which, of course, oh, yeah. was famous by uh, Frank Sinatra. And uh, uh, he said, why don't you sing a stanza if you know it? He whispered in my ear, and I said, okay, the last stanza. And I, I sang it because I love that song. 
And uh, uh, there was probably four or 500 people there. Everybody, uh, some of them sitting still cheered. So my campaign manager was there. And she said, that's our theme song. That's it. So, but uh, the one you played is uh, is a perfect compliment to that. <laughs> and uh, brings me back to wonderful uh, memories. I, I tell you, I can't, it's wonderful to be back with you. I must say, when you talk about my career in elective office in Connecticut, it just reminds me of how much I have to be grateful to the people of Connecticut for the opportunities um, they gave me uh, to be of service, which is what I wanted to do. But, you know, politics is uh, full of uh, uncertainty, risk, and who knows when you start a career where you're going to end up. Uh, And, of course, I lost some along the way. But uh, as my parents taught me, hey, just get up and try it again or do something else if you don't think you can do it. In the end, I was uh, very, very fortunate to have the opportunities you described. But they came because of of help from a lot of people in Connecticut. So anyway, great to be back with you. I am am thrilled you're on the air still. Still. Could you believe Uh, 17 years? Can you believe that? 17 years. Well. Well, you must be good. You well, are good. <laughs> but it's I love being on WICC. This is my this is my favorite. I love it. I'm here four years now, the great WICC yeah. Heritage Station. I just love being here. Love it. Love it. Oh, love, love it. Great historic station and I go way back with it. Um and um, I'm I'm glad you're there too. It's it, it's uh, it's a perfect place for you. Anyway, good to talk to you. So Senator Lieberman, one of the things I wanted to ask you about today is You've got this no labels movement, which is already getting criticized because you're talking about trying to find some kind of centrist something or other that isn't far right or far left. And people are saying you can't do that to us because it's just going to elect. You can pick one. But usually you're getting a lot of backlash now because people are thinking it's going to siphon votes away from Joe Biden and end up electing President Trump. And I know you've got an answer to that, but talk to us first about what you're assembling, what is this convention about? What is No Labels about? Yeah, okay, I really appreciate the opportunity. So um, in my last two years, over the time I was in the Senate, it just seemed to get um, more and more partisan, more gridlocked, less uh, productive of anything much good for the people uh, in our country and in my state. Um, I, I was lucky to be able to get uh, over my years there a, a good amount done. But honestly, everything, as I look back, that was significant that I'm proud that I was able to do was done with uh, Republican colleagues, because just the mathematics tells you uh, and our history told me that to get things done, in um, Washington, you you got you can't do it on your own. You can't just do it in your own party. In the Senate, you need 60 votes to break a filibuster. Rarely uh, does one party have 60 votes. So it happened only once in my years um, there. So uh, I, I was dismayed as partisanship uh, just got uh, more and more crippling to Congress. The last two years I was there was were the most partisan and least productive for Congress. And for me, it's not why I left, but I was ready to leave after all those years. But 
uh, it, it certainly made it a lot easier to leave. In, in the last two years that I was there, uh, a woman named Nancy Jacobson, who I knew because she had worked for President Clinton and then for um, a centrist Democratic senators like Evan Bayh of Indiana, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of respect for her, and then her husband, Mark Penn, had been my pollster in one of my, a couple of my campaigns. Anyway, she said she was, uh, now she wanted to, she was sick of the partisanship, and she wanted to stop just working for Democrats, but wanted to start an organization that would actually try to bring uh, Republicans and Democrats in Congress together to work with each other, compromise to get things done, just the way it's always been done when big things have happened. And uh, uh, when I came out, I wished her well. I encouraged her to do it. She had me on, I think, as an honorary founding chair. But when I uh, retired from the Senate in 2013, I got actively involved. And for the last 10 years, I've been a co-chair of the group, always with a Republican co-chair. The one now is former uh, Republican governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan. And um, uh, we worked to uh, both sort of spread the idea of a more bipartisanship, because that's the way uh, you can do what your constituents tend you to do in Congress and get things done. Uh, And uh, then we started to get involved in campaigns raising money for uh, centrist Republicans and Democrats. So we were bipartisan always. It resulted in a lot of people uh, being elected uh, to the House and the Senate, particularly the House, uh, who, who wanted to do exactly what we wanted them to do, eventually beginning in 2019, I guess, after the 2018 election, there were enough of them in the House to form what we call the House Problem Solvers Caucus, and now has 60 members, equal number of Republicans and Democrats, and in the Senate, a similar group of about 10 called the Common Sense uh, Coalition. And honestly, they've worked together, uh, not always with a lot of visibility, to get some of the uh, uh, best things done in recent years, even under President Trump, certainly under President Biden. They uh, they they came up with a, a way to break a, a logjam between the Trump and Biden administrations in the midst of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, there was a, an inability of um, a, the Trump administration, Speaker Pelosi, to reach an agreement. Our uh, uh, bipartisan group just decided to sit down on their own. They came up with a compromise proposal Everybody knew that something had to be done, and it flew through uh, and was enacted to the benefit of the people of our country. They also uh, began the so-called bipartisan infrastructure bill that President uh, Biden uh, always uh, um, uh, trumpets and and, claim, and talks of with pride, and he should because uh, he had, he embraced the work of our bipartisan group. So. Uh, we continue to focus on Congress. Right now, they're working on a bipartisan solution to the so-called debt ceiling um, crisis. But, but, with, uh, yeah, mem- but with respect to the oh, presidency, yeah. Senator Lieberman, there's this thing called yeah. the Lincoln Project, and they are right. Republicans who split with Trump. And they're afraid that if the No Labels Party nominates, and I hear, I see that you suggested maybe Susan Collins or Larry Hogan or Joe Manchin, that this will siphon votes away from 
uh, President Biden because there are a lot of Democrats who simply are nervous about him being so old throughout his second term. And they're just afraid that this could hand it. And, you know, the irony would be that Ralph Nader basically deprived you and Al Gore of the presidency by taking 5% of the popular vote away, you know, in uh, 2000. So yeah. you, you don't want to see that happen, I know. I know you don't want to see that no, happen. No, no, and I'm glad you asked the question. I remember 2000. Uh, we all do. Uh, we all do, yes. Well, yes. So uh, how did we get into the presidential? Because I thought I never dreamed that that would happen, basically because our members said, uh, um, we need a we need a, a president and a vice president who uh, is part of a bipartisan administration who will work with the bipartisan groups in Congress. Right now, uh, it looks like it's going to be President Trump and President Biden. And uh, though I personally really like and admire uh, Joe Biden, uh, I think it would be a continuation of the partisan conflict and getting nothing done in Washington. So. We decided we can't wait to see who the nominees are until 2024. It's too late because the two parties have made it hard to get on the ballots in 50 states. So we raised some money. We got people working all across the country to qualify for a third party ticket in every state if we decide uh, we should do it. And what are the standards? We we want to conclude that uh, we actually have a chance to win, which our polling now shows a third-party bipartisan ticket would because people are so fed up with the two parties and the status quo. Uh, But we're not going to do it. We're not going to decide until next March after Super Tuesday in the primaries because that's the time when both parties really will know who their candidates are going to be. And we've scheduled a convention for Dallas in April uh, if we decide to run a ticket or we'll adopt a platform and no ticket if we don't. But we don't want to be spoilers. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, uh, we, uh, uh, Trump, uh, uh, <laughs> Nader uh, ran as a spoiler. He ran, he never thought he had a chance to win, uh, but he didn't want to win. He wanted to try to um, get himself and his ideas better known, which is his privilege. I think he was also hoping to pull Al Gore and me further uh, to the left, but he definitely, uh, and I shouldn't say definitely, but probably did have a decisive effect in the Florida uh, vote, which, of course, determined the election. I mean, I can tell you, Lisa, that among the members of No Labels, um, uh, one 
widely held opinion, certainly by a majority of people active in our organization, is they uh, they may not be happy with Joe Biden um, uh, and the Democratic Party right now, but they don't want uh, uh, Donald Trump to have another four years as our president. So we're going to be careful about this and uh, um, try to do it only if it's constructive for our country. And look, maybe along the way, we'll encourage both parties to come to the center and who they nominate or in their platforms, because honestly, that's where this election will be determined among the independent voters in every state across America. I have to tell you a funny story, a real story, and I'm sure that you don't remember it. So we're chatting with Senator yeah. Joe Lieberman. Senator Lieberman, many years ago, you hosted, I, I bid for something at Bicultural Day School, and I won um, the opportunity to meet with you at then was the Capitol Dining Room, and I don't know if they even have it anymore, but it was really a lovely place, and I came with Bill and my daughter. I think Jonathan might have come too. Anyway, my family was there. And you hosted us for lunch, and we had a wonderful lunch together. And believe me, I'm not going to hold you to this memory uh, altogether. But on the way out, Senator Lieberman, you introduced me to Joe Biden, who was then the senator. And, and I'll never forget it because he stands ramrod straight. He had beautiful posture. He was handsome, charismatic, flirtatious kind of a guy. Couldn't have been warmer. Yeah. Couldn't have been nicer. And it was a it was a flashlight memory for me my whole life. And then, of course, he became president. So I have you to thank for introducing me to the president of the United States. Here, here. Well, you know, I actually do remember the lunch, but I must say I don't remember introducing to Joe yeah. Biden. But, you know, I were very close. I mean, we met in 1974, believe it or not. And I had a friend who was a friend of his. And he was the newly elected senator from Delaware, came up to uh, speak at an event for me in New Haven when I was running for state senator. And uh, we went out and had pizza afterward. And we became friends. And, of course, we served together all those years Mm -hmm. in the Senate. So uh, we're we're personal friends, and I have the highest uh, regard for him. So that's why I say if it ends up that no labels doesn't run a bipartisan unity third ticket and it's trump and biden the choice of who i would support is an easy one which is that i would support biden he's by far the better choice and uh yeah and when you evaluate uh as one of our american statesmen the the presidency of donald trump what do you think donald trump and his presidency will be remembered for well unfortunately for him it will be remembered uh, for the um, the trouble he got himself into by talking too much and tweeting too much. Uh, I mean, he presided over a pretty good economy. Uh, he had uh, some elements of his foreign policy, uh, which were strong and I agreed with. I mean, he, he was um, uh, very uh, strong in the Middle East, both in terms of uh, building um, partnerships with uh, and, and building confidence among our Arab allies there and being very close to uh, Israel, including uh, moving the embassy, our embassy, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, where uh, a bill that I, I was proud to co-sponsor in 1995 
ordered it to be moved, except the, and if the president issued a so-called national security waiver. Every president with, uh, I think, uh, much overstated fears presented to them by the White House about the reaction in the Arab world uh, refused to do it, and Trump did it. So I give him a lot of credit for that. And then, of course, he, and this may be his best accomplishment of foreign policy, uh, he, his administration negotiated the so-called Abraham Accords, which are a dramatic breakthrough for peace, first uh, ever relations, not at first ever, but big steps forward beyond the um, peaceful relations uh, Israel has had with Egypt and uh, Jordan to these uh, agreements with the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, and Sudan. So th- those were those were major accomplishments, but I'm afraid he's going to be remembered for the way in which um, he, by his own tone, he lowered uh, the quality of, of uh, 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 discourse uh, discussion in America uh, by the by the kind of occasional nastiness uh, he he um, exhibited, and then ultimately by this uh, strange uh, uh, unwillingness to accept the results of the 2020 election, which Biden won, he filed. 50, more than 50 lawsuits. He lost every one of them before a wide variety of judges, and he refused to accept the final judgment of our courts, which is a basic uh, foundational principle of our system of laws, rule of law. You, you take your case to court, whether you win or lose, you, res- you, you respect the system enough to accept that judgment, never did. And then ultimately encouraged this unprecedented attack on our capital on January 6, 2021, to literally stop the constitutionally ordained process of uh, of counting the electoral votes uh, and therefore electing Joe Biden instead of him to be president. And I'm afraid history will note that in all, all the uh, uh, twice impeached, twice acquitted, but twice impeached, and now uh, potentially convicted uh, for the first time in American history of, of a criminal or, or charged any way with committing a crime, whether he's convicted depends on obviously the prosecutors and, and the trial. So he did some good things, but unfortunately his own personal um, excesses, I'd say, or lack of discipline maybe, uh, I think will be remembered as much or more than the good things he accomplished. Senator Lieberman, you're a New Yorker now. Uh, are you following the E. Jean Carroll trial by any chance? You following that? Yeah, I ended up strangely being a New Yorker because about a year out of the Senate, my wife turned to me and said, <laughs> Peter, have you noticed that three of our four children and six of our grandchildren live in New York? And in this chapter of our lives, uh, uh, we should be closer to them. And she was right, so we moved here. But uh, I'm following it only to probably the same extent that a, that a lot of uh, people are, which is through the media. I don't know anybody uh, involved. but it's uh, um, And I know it's an old case, but New York law, of course, didn't do this to enable uh, uh, Ms. Carroll to sue Donald Trump. It enabled um, past victims of rape and I guess other sexual crimes to have a year in which because of all the conditions that led them not to make charges back then to file actions. And she filed her action 
uh, in that year. And uh, it's been a, uh, a really troubling trial. Um, uh, we'll see what the court does. But uh, it, it, again, subjects a, uh, I know people say it's the least uh, serious of the four um, present uh, proceedings in court against uh, former President Trump, but it is serious. And, and uh, you got to wait and see what the court does, uh, whether it finds him uh, uh, liable, guilty in this sense. This is a civil trial, as I understand it. Yeah, and he's refusing and, uh, to testify. He's not even showing yeah. up. But it's so, yeah. but to hear the testimony, to read, I should say, to read, you're right, I'm not there myself. But uh, and you're right. It'll depend upon how everybody looks at this. It has to be a preponderance of the evidence. He's not up for jail time. But, um, you know, when you talk about a person as a human, the whole human, there are things that people do on the public stage and there are those that they commit in private. I think this is this will also be part of his legacy. This, this is going to be. I'm afraid. I mean, as you probably saw yesterday, I guess, uh woman who's now 81 mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. forward to say in the late 70s she was on a plane and he uh, molested her i guess and uh well there are only allegations i'm sure he will say it never happened but you have to say to yourself now why would an 81 year old woman make this up i i suppose it's possible but uh these two uh accusers she and uh uh, Mr. Carroll, yeah. mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. to me. And it, it's interesting. It's not going to be he said, she said, because he's not going to say mm-hmm. before the court. So his lawyers have to undercut the credibility of the testimony of, of the accusers. And um, they can do it. I mean, it's a high standard, but um, we'll see. It's it's uns- I, I guess I'll say this. It's unsettling and it's unseemly. And uh, at, that's a minimum at this point. Yeah. Senator Joe Lieberman, thank you so much for talking with us. It's such a pleasure to hear how you think about things and how you're still so active in the public sphere. And don't be a stranger here in Connecticut, you know. We, we... No, I come up pretty regularly to Stanford to see uh, family that I still have there and sometimes uh, up to uh, New Haven and Hartford uh, to assistant Hartford one night last week. So, Lisa, great to be on with you. Uh, I've been me. very lucky that I feel good and I've been able to stay busy. Sometimes my wife at us says to me on a busy day, wait a second, I thought you retired. Mm. And I said, no, sweetheart, I just retired from the Senate. I, I'm not really totally retire until either my my mental or physical health requires me to. So thank God so far I'm feeling good in both both departments. But great to be on with you again. Keep on going because uh, you do really high quality uh, radio and, and discussion. So thanks for that. A pleasure. And say hi to Clarine for me. And I thank her for reconnecting us. Thank you, Senator. Will do. Take care. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 